Welcome to the Cocktail Lovers Podcast. I'm Gary. And I'm Sandra. And together we are the Cocktail Lovers. We're a married couple and we've been writing about cocktails for the past 12 years. But this is the place where we're going to be talking about cocktails. We're going to be talking about products. We're going to be talking about books. And we're going to be talking about the bars that we love and we think that you will love too. We'll also be checking in with some of the biggest names in the industry and asking them to share their top tips with us to help you up your mixing game at home. We like to think of ourselves as your new best friends, cocktail-wise. So let's hear what's on the show this week. With only a few days to go to Christmas, we thought we'd mix things up a bit in this episode. So there's no book review. Instead, we bring you our pick of the last minute gifts for the cocktail lovers in your life. And we don't single out one bar. Oh no. This week, we bring you a selection of good time venues, not just in London, but our tried and tested party spots around the world. As for the product side of things, we're handing over to an expert we've called on our favourite drinks geek, the affable and very knowledgeable Alan Daly, the general manager of the iconic Jerry's Wines and Spirits in London Soho, for tips for the season and the year ahead. But first, we are the cocktail lovers, so let's make ourselves a cocktail. It's Christmas. It is, nearly. We're counting down. I'm very excited. Are you? Yeah, look at my face. <laughs> that's my exci- I wish you could see this that's, face. That's the, it's the face of a <laughs> small boy with only a few more sleeps to Christmas. Okay, you call it that. <laughs> it's also the face of someone who knows he's about to mix up a flip. Marvellous. So, uh, lots of reasons I'm doing a flip. It's one of those drinks that says Christmas to me. It says cold weather and it says Christmas. Mm. A lot of people may not be au fait with a flip and what it is. So, can you describe it before we get into it? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's 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 kind of in the same vein, I guess, as a eggnog, mm. which I know is a fabulous drink. I love eggnog well you do and also i remember you making one a few years ago and it was but it took a lot you just disappeared (laughs) off for what seemed like about two hours to make it it's probably not but it felt like that but the thing is i mean there are a couple of significant differences i mean one is the time because i think with an eggnog there was lots of sort of using the egg white and whipping it and, you know, all sorts of things yeah, you had to do. The eggs, there there were all things. lots of dishes and all sorts of things going on. So there was that element. Also, significantly, it contains cream. So it's even richer than what I'm going to make. So, but this I love because it's so easy. And it is, as I say, it feels a bit like an eggnog, but it is essentially just three ingredients. So okay. you've got your spirit. You've got an egg and you've got sugar syrup. And uh, yeah, it's so much easier to make. So that's well, the other reason I love it. let's get on and see what it tastes like. Okay. So uh, the other great thing about it, as I'm just about to start making it, is that you can make it with absolutely any spirit you like. And that that 
A, it kind of gives you that freedom. And B, it's like, what do I fancy? Do I mm. fancy gin? Do I fancy rum? Do I fancy brandy, sherry, whatever? So it all works. It's your flip, your way. So having said that, I've, de- I've decided. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for asking. <laughs> I've decided. I'm going to make it today with rum. Because I think, it, again, going back to it being winter, being Christmas, I think there's something as well about dark spirits in a flip, which are delicious. So I'm going with rum. Which rum are we using I'm, using El Dorado 15 mm. year old which I know you you like don't you I love I love it's very good stuff if you if you get a bottle of this in your christmas stocking if you're very good santa <laughs> might give you a bottle it's beautiful rum all right so that's what we're going with so i've got my glasses chilling i've got my shaker standing by and what i'm going to put into here first is um actually my rum. So the great thing about this, I keep saying the great thing, there's loads of great things about this drink. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> but it's, it's uh, in terms of measures, mm. it's four to one. So it's four of your spirit. Four um, measures. So that can be any uh, measurement if they're doing it. Is- yeah, I, I think four to one as a ratio. Yeah, definitely. So I'm using 60 mil per person. So 120 mil of rum, which will mean that I use 15 of sugar syrup and 30 for two of us. So I'm going in first with my 60 per person of this fabulous smelling rum. I love rum because again, whatever time of year you have it, it taste and smells delicious but particularly around this time of year it does bring out all of those flavors and aromas that we associate with christmas doesn't it oh absolutely and it's even while i'm sort of just playing with this and making it and you know i'm getting those little aromas flowing over and again i know you drink rum at any time of year and light rum and particularly in hot weather but i think for me there's something about this dark rum that just sort of makes me want to warm up and hunker down and cozy up and all Mm. of that so now i've got my sugar syrup i mentioned earlier so i'm going in with as i said 15 mil per person, so that's 30. Now we get on to the egg. Now I think it's there's a couple of things I should say here. If you are going to make this for people, check first that they're Yeah, okay people are a little bit weird about it. I mean, egg white is one thing. Whole eggs, people can get a bit squeamish about, can't they? Any yeah. notes on that? Well, I think, as I say, I think first up, let's check people are okay with it in the same way i guess if you were making a mayonnaise or something Mm. you know so you're effectively using a raw egg but so check with your guests that they're okay with that and second and i think really really importantly is that you want to get it really blended into Mm. your drink i think the culinary term is emulsifying yeah yeah. but i mean you just want to get it really really i can't stress that enough really really mixed in by the way while you're talking i've cracked in my couple of eggs fresh eggs into my shaker now we're going to give it first a dry shake which means which means i'm going to shake it first without ice and this is something we learned quite a few years ago for using eggs in cocktails is to really some people say shake them with the ice and then take the ice out some people say it the other way i think it works probably both ways i'm doing it first so i've got my three ingredients my rum my sugar syrup and my eggs all in the shaker but no ice and i'm going to give it a really long okay, shake you so, better get on with it yeah then. you just talk away while i'm okay you so this is yeah you can yeah. you okay. can and actually you can tell that there's no ice in there and that is as gary said to emulsify or to blend all of the ingredients together 
And it is particularly important with eggs because, as I said, people do get a bit squeamish about them. And you do want to make sure it's not, they're not cooked, obviously, but this is as good as cooking them, just yeah. making sure that everything is properly bound together and all of your flavors get in and the egg is well and truly integrated yeah. into into all of the ingredients. So, gonna so have you, that. do you yeah. think and you've also, done? Yeah, when I, it's interesting when you do open it up, it's got a really lovely, in the head, in the shaker, it's got a really foamy head on it and it looks really, almost looks like a kind of Africar. It's really yeah. blended in. So I've got that in. Now, now and, it's time and I would say ice. that was like maybe about a minute at least. Yeah. I shook, shook that, I think it's worth saying. So I'm going to put in... Plenty of ice, plenty of ice. Oh, as you, you really like to say. Ice. <laughs> That's your favourite expression. You always say. I nick everything that you say. I've got no originality of my own. Oh, of course. I just you copy have. your great expression. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So I've put in my ice into my shaker, close that up again. Now that you've got the ice in the shaker, is it just as long a shake or doesn't yeah, it matter? So I, I much? would say so, to be on right, the safe okay. side. I'm going to get another. There you go. Okay. Good old sound effects here. And I must say, it smells great. Just from opening it up for those few seconds, everything's yeah. released into the air and it's uh, very promising indeed. Feeling I can't wait. I am feeling Christmas. I might even burst into song any minute now. Right. Oh, thank goodness. On, Saved on by the shaker. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, so I've got that, the top off there. Mm, got it does smell great. Glasses. And another fun thing you, I think you can do with this is it's Christmas, you know, crack out some of those old glasses that you picked up like we do at the, yeah. you know, at the sort of charity shops and things. You know, something that looks a little bit kind of quirky and old-fashioned. So that's what we've done. I've had got those chilling. Just let, get rid of the ice. Man, I'm excited. Right. <laughs> right, let's just pour this out. Looks lovely. It looks like the eggnog. It's not as thick, which obviously isn't because it hasn't got cream, but that's no bad thing, is it, no. at all? And is this something that you would garnish or not? I guess people could do a little festive whatever they well, want. Well, I'm that, glad you they? asked me that. Oh. Because it's got a nice, once I've topped it up there, it's got a nice sort of creamy, look, creamy looking head. So there's a nice bit of foam on top. Now, I'm using nutmeg. Oh, nutmeg. We love nutmeg. Mm. I mean, sometimes you read, it says nutmeg brackets optional mm. I, I think no it, I, think, I don't think it is optional. also at christmas i mean that's one of the things that i would always put on an eggnog anyway but yeah. i think that there's something with those rum notes we have that with the um, pina colada that we do in the summer but this is almost our winter equivalent of the pina colada right, isn't let's it? pass that over thank you minus Look. the pineapple obviously. Yeah. <laughs> right yummy cheers happy christmas gosh that looks great right let's have a little taste yeah, it, you know what? There's no need to make eggnog, is there? No. Because that is perfect. It has got the consistency and, um, well, no, it's obviously not as thick, but you still get a lovely creaminess and you get all of those flavours and all of that warmth that you equate with eggnog. It's beautiful. Well done. Thank you. Cheers. <laughs> The cocktail we'll be making in our next episode is a delicious winter punch, which you can serve up for party guests during New Year's Eve. So what you'll need is a limited edition Beefeater Winter Gin, some Madeira, 
lemon juice, honey, brown sugar, cinnamon, nutmeg, a clove and a lemon twist or orange twist to garnish. So for this episode, we're going a little bit different because it is quite close to Christmas. And so I thought that we should try and help out with some gift ideas. Santa's little helpers. Santa's little helpers, absolutely. Santa's little helpers for cocktail lovers. Yeah. Okay, so we've got a few things. Um, One of the ones, uh, all of these have caught my eye for different reasons. The first one I've got is a rum and domino set from Bacardi. I love this so much. Rum dominoes. Because it reminds me of my dad. It reminds me of growing up in Caribbean households where all the guys, the older men would sit around a table and just slam their dominoes hard on the table. The whole domino, the table would shake, the dominoes fly up, and they would have rum. And I think this is such a lovely idea to do together. because it's it's a set. It's a set, and it's very nostalgic, but it's also very stylishly designed. So it's a limited edition of this domino set, created in partnership with a bespoke joiner. So it's not just any old plastic dominoes those are beautifully done also in collaboration with the caribbean artist pop carib which i think is great so you get a presentation box and dominoes engraved with a bespoke bacardi design there's a bottle of bacardi reserva ocho which is their eight-year-old age rum and i love this i have had this a number of times. And you also get an engraved recipe card for the um, Bacardi Ocho Old Fashioned. And that kit, it's beautifully packaged and it is available for £75 from Minima UK. Any ideas on there? Any thoughts? Well, I can think of a lot of people who would love that because I think Domino's is one of those things I haven't played for years, but it, it would just be fun to play it again whilst having an old-fashioned so yeah. yeah i would definitely like to give that to people exactly and it's it's something you could give to an older person in your life yeah. or somebody or a young person, young person. Yeah. It, it's just a really nice idea yeah, and, and game, I, games and christmas go together yeah anyway. exactly but, you know that's that's for me that beats monopoly <laughs> <laughs> hands down literally yeah. okay so then we go on to there's a lovely restaurant called cole we've been to their mescalaria before and had had drinks but they actually have now got um, a house serve mescal so this would be for somebody that likes mescal or you want to give them some a really special bottle of something and you can't think what to get them this is a debut range of bespoke house mezcals from, from Cole. So they're gorgeous, obviously, and they all come in artisanal bottles, each demonstrating a different production method and flavour profile. And the label designs are designed by a traditional Mexican playing cards. And so the bottles, they're, they're expensive, but it starts from £86. 
But as I say, this is a really special gift for somebody who likes spirits, wants to be a little bit adventurous. Also, it can be for a foodie because Cole is such a well-respected restaurant. It's a it's a good gift yeah, to give. And, and because of that connection, that association, you're, you've got high hopes that they're going to do tip-top mezcal. I'm sure they will. So moving on, we've got the Heppel Spirits gift box. And so these are from Heppel Gin. They also have a, a vodka. So you can take your pick from which one right. you want in, in the gift box. It comes with a 50cl bottle of your chosen spirit and two crystal etched martini glasses. Ooh, and they're, they're nice. really lovely. They're yeah. Nick and Nora glasses, which Ooh, we love. Perfect. And it's, it's packaged really beautifully. So for £60, I think it's a really good gift. It yeah. looks great. And also, the, as I say, the martini glasses are etched in this lovely um, juniper design by Timorous Beasties, which are this lovely design company. And I think it's worth saying as well, well, just to remind people, I know we've mentioned this before about the shape of the Nick and Nora glass because they they are those sort of original twenties, thirties, slightly smaller glasses and a different, almost like an egg cup sort yes, of shape. Yes. They're so elegant. Yeah, they're really lovely. And also the spirit in in there, whether you go for the gin or whether you go for the vodka, is created by one of our favourite bartenders, um, Nick Strangeway. Oh, yes. And he's worked with um, a very respected chef, um, Valentine Warner. So, you know, everything about it is top-notch. So yeah. we think this is another a, tick. Another big tick. And then we go to Neo, which is um, a wonderful ready-to-drink cocktail range. But this one, we came across in an airport lounge one time and we, yeah. we saw them neatly packaged like CDs in a rack. And it really caught our attention because yeah. to actually get cocktails in this lovely design, the way that they've done it, and it, they've got a great selection of cocktails, over 22 that you can choose from in the range and they've all been created by another of our favorite bartenders <laughs> Patrick Pistolesi yes. and he's done some amazing amazing cocktails for this range and let, we've let, tried let, a few of them yeah absolutely and, and, and let's just describe what they're about because you said they look a bit like cd cases which they do but in card and also tell us what neo stands for needs ice only all you do so you have these lovely as we say cd cases and then they've got this perforated edge corner. you just yeah. corner yeah so you just tear that off and cleverly you can just pour the cocktails directly from the case into your glass with the ice and that's it you're, you're good, good to go, to go. Yeah. and they are great with particularly the ones i would say the the, the the very classic ones like negroni the boulevardier the sidecar we've yeah. had what else have we had old-fashioned Yes. We've had quite a few. <laughs> but anyway, you yeah. can take your pick from a choice of 22 different cocktails and build a box for somebody. So there's you can choose from three, which is 1950, or six, 39 pounds, and nine, which is 58. They also have, I think this one is really good. It's an experience box. So you choose five cocktails. Yeah. And then it comes with two cut glass tumblers, which are beautiful. And then an XL out ice mold. So you can make some lovely ice molds to, to go with your drinks. So that's from Need Ice Only. And, and, and as you said, we've tried a few of these and they really are 
Excellent. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I think that this little gift set or the bespoke um, builder box, it would be perfect for anybody, really. So that's our next tip. Then moving on, some more cocktails, actually, this time from Taya and Elementary. Currently voted number two on the world's 50 best bars list. And rightly so. Absolutely. And they've got a lovely ready-to-drink Christmas essentials range. So you have three cocktails, all very Christmas-inspired. So you get a Christmas pudding sour, a mince pie Negroni, and a gingerbread old-fashioned. Oh, yeah. Isn't that great? Yeah. So there, it's three bottles, each at 100 mils and that's 30 pounds that's a great price and a really good gift so that's from Taya and Elementary we'll have all of the details on our website we probably will go into a bit more detail this time on our website so you can get all of the all all of the information and then more cocktails but this time for non-alcoholic good idea drinkers no no yes exactly so this is from a company called virgin mary which i think is such a clever clever name (laughs) they actually have a bar which is a virgin mary bar but we'll leave that for another episode right now we're focusing on their christmas selection box so it's an array of gifts filled with non-alcoholic tipples so this one has a bottle of liars italian spritz everleaf or Noki and co uh, bottle of their drinks as well. Frisonet alcoholic free sparkling wine, Copenhagen sparkling tea. We spoke about Copenhagen sparkling tea last episode we and did, we love those. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, Torres Naturo Syrah or Muscat wines and then four bottles of Lixer blood orange and cinnamon tonic water. Go to the virginbar.com website and you'll see they've got lots of different gift ideas, all of them non-alcoholic, but all of them very thoughtfully put together. So have a look there. What else? The Whiskey Exchange, one of their personalised whiskey or gins bottles. We received one of these and they're really lovely. You know, that if it comes through the, the post with your name on it, somebody's put some personalized message and it just feels so good doesn't it gone that extra mile yeah exactly so you can have your message on either a whiskey a gin there's johnny walker special bottles and pete and they start from 54.95 and go up to listen to this 450 pounds so that's for the very special person in your life (laughs) but that's from the whiskey exchange Let's see what else I've got here. Everleaf. Now, we've mentioned Everleaf before. Again, it's a non-alcoholic range. But this time, they've partnered up and created some lovely hand-poured soy wax and natural oil candles so they're they're again what's what's so they're they're candles but but they're hand poured yeah and they're made with soy wax so that's absolutely perfect the best wax that you should have for candles and they come with natural oils so these are a limited edition range of luxury candles and they each cover the different Everleaf expressions. So we've got marine, we've got forest, and we've got mountain. And so each of the candles captures those aromas. Ooh, so, you know, idea. absolutely. And and also 20% from each candle will be donated to the Global Conservation Charity, 
fauna and flora. So we love that. Giving back while you're giving a gift. So that's great. So we'll have details of that on the website as well. If you do like candles and, you know, you're giving to somebody who likes designer names or high street names, I would say, then again, Joe Malone, always a great candle to receive. They have a whiskey and cedarwood candle, which is £62, or an, a cologne, which again, in the same fragrance, oh. whiskey and cedarwood. So, you know, you've got your nightcap, you can wear your nightcap <laughs> or create your nightcap in your room. Great idea. And this collection is designed in collaboration with Huntsman of Savile Row. So pretty darn special and oh, swazzy. I love walking past Huntsman. Yeah, like, it's one of the <laughs> one of the one best. Day I'll be a yeah, exactly. To go in there. So that's um, Joe Malone. And then I thought, you know, Pantechnicon. We went there for yes, we the did. various bars that they have there, but yeah. they also and we have. Talked about it, didn't yeah, we? and we loved the shops there. They've got a really good online shop as well. And I thought that this one works really well for glass and drinkware. So if you're looking for very streamlined, um, I would say sort of Scandi or Japanese style. Yeah, it was very kind of... It's quite minimal. Yeah, exactly. And they've got some really beautiful glassware. So whether it's whiskey or sake or, or things like that. I would say just definitely check out the Pantechnicon website for just a little bit different glassware, but beautiful gifts. One of the things I like in particular is called a relaxed drinking glass. And this comes in matte black and you can use it for wine, water or cocktails. And it's one of those that it is sexy. And also it can play with your mind a bit when you serve drinks in black. So you can't see what's in it. No, no. So it's, I think it makes you think about your drinking a little bit more so that's from Pantechnicon and then for smaller gifts or stocking fillers there's um, a milk chocolate single malt bar so chocolate whiskey why not come on exactly and that's from Fortnum and Mason at 6.95 and then perhaps a cocktail lover's gift tea towel unfortunately we haven't made this we should do next year that come in come into the shop next year (laughs) but this is seven pounds and it's from Ashley Thomas from not on the high street and we love not on the high street such a great concept yeah and there's just so many different gifts from small independent um, people that you should support So um, have a look there for all kinds of gift ideas. And then a silly little one, I guess, is um, <laughs> it's the morning after herbal hangover comforter cracker. So it's a, it's a Christmas cracker, but That's it's filled. That's comforting. It's just it's just got two tea bags basically. They're herbal, <laughs> they're herbal tea bags, but they're supposed to help you the morning after the night before so instead of a fryer exactly and um, they're available from Harvey Nichols at 2.95 and then for Christmas crackers to have as you pull with we your guests at the table cracker, yes drinks by the dram they have Christmas crackers sets of six so you can either go for the whiskey or for the gin and you've got six little three cl bottles of gin or whiskey in the crackers so pour the cracker with care so the bottle doesn't go fly out actually we fly. did that one yeah. <laughs> everyone's scurrying around much on the floor. hilarity it's mine, it's mine. <laughs> so the whiskey um set for six that's 39.95 
or the gin are $34.95. And that is a little rundown of some of our wow. Christmas Great Christmas ideas. gift guides. Great idea. So I'm hoping, as you said at the top of this, that one or two or more of those might be under the tree for moi. Who knows? The whole darned lot might be there. <laughs> <laughs> and now for a cocktail hack from one of our experts. Hi, everybody. I'm Lorenzo Antinori, beverage manager at Four Seasons Hotel Hong Kong. And my cocktail hack is adding uh, almond oil to your whiskey, gin, or favorite spirit. Let it infuse in the bottle. And uh, you can do 50 grams of almond oil for one bottle of spirit of your choice. Keeping it in the freezer overnight and then simply strain it out the solidified fat the day after. You can then use that spirit to craft your favorite cocktail. For example, if it's a gin, it would be a almond oil gin and tonic. You can also make your own old fashioned, which will have this beautiful almondy and fatty mouthfeel. Uh, so if you use a whiskey, for example, you can infuse your own bourbon or scotch with almond oil, freezing it, let it sit overnight, and then the day after, using it in a creation such an old-fashioned or a Manhattan. Fats are a beautiful alliot when it comes to introducing exciting flavor. more from the cocktail lovers see our digital and print magazine and make sure that you subscribe you can find out all about it on our website thecocktaillovers.com and also you'll find out where to subscribe for our magazine which is available four times a year in digital and print christmas means many things but it especially means party <laughs> blimey okay yeah that's yeah. true and and also so this this week we're not doing a bar review like we would normally do we've decided to just add a nice selection of places that we would say yeah, as the, gary yeah. so greatly said yeah. where to go to party or yeah. to just get yourself in or the as Christmas i like spirit. to say Party on, Sandre. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, yeah, these are just a, uh, just a smattering of places yeah. that we love. We've visited over the years and we think the party never stops at these places. Mm. But what a great place or places to go for Christmas. So let's dive into the list and start with Kalu Calais. Always, a, always a, classic, a winner. Classic bar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, been around. The original one has been around for what 10 12 14 years something yeah, like that. i don't know i mean a long time before yeah. we even started the cocktail yeah. i remembered we'd gone we there but go anyway there, yeah. it's it's still there still surviving still doing what it does uh, and really there's always well. so much energy there the, the, the team have got the energy the vibe is always about energy so and that's just on a normal day so at christmas you know just head there i think we're all these places head there with you know with a group with just your significant other with friends whatever you're going to have a great time so great 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 for christmas so clue clay definitely okay and likewise london cocktail club always the great always jj goodman the good times wherever so they have about how many I've i lost think count. 10 Something around like that. london like and that. some outside london but all of them have the same ethos they really are there to get the party started continued and just going they get up on the on the counter they make sure that everyone is enjoying cocktails, yeah. having a good time. You Absolutely. would never leave there feeling worse than you went 
is. No, no, no. <laughs> no, yeah. I mean, we've been there sometimes where you say, oh, yeah, just pop in for a drink. And then you're there like two hours later and you feel like you're at a house party. So that they do that really, really well and any time of the year, but definitely for Christmas. Yeah, and also Murder, Inc. So they are almost like the cousins of the yeah, London Cocktail Club. So are. Murder, Inc. is another one that you should definitely go to with all the energy, all of the vibes, and you will leave feeling great. So they're, they're kind of two, a couple of real fun, lively bars, but we can also have fun and party at different styles of bar, which takes us over to the main Mayfair, mm. which is very, 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 very new, isn't it? It's only been open like a matter of weeks. Yeah, exactly. So uh, as well as the dinner and entertainment that you can have upstairs, there's a wonderful restaurant on the ground floor, second no, floor, no, I it, think. No, it's, it's, it's kind of in the basement. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and so there's the bar at the back, tables all around but actually center stage in the round is a place for a a band so it's just a beautiful place that if you don't really want to get up and zhuzh around but to actually be part of the entertainment this is a highly recommended one of the many things i like about this place is it feels very smart very grown up and when i say grown up it you know for, for all ages but very grown up it's on hanover square right in the middle of london it's a beautiful old townhouse. They've done such a great oh, job of renovating it, making it uh, even more stylish. But when you go into this particular space we're talking about downstairs, you sort of go downstairs. And it, to me, it evokes a bit of a feeling of what I think dinner dances would have been yeah. back, like in the, the golden 30s it's or 40s. So you beautiful. Know. Yeah, it's a and beautiful, so, beautiful yeah, space. Yeah, it's very glamorous the, and we've had beautiful. food there and drinks there, and they're all excellent. So, yeah, we'll definitely be hitting main mayfair in a similar vibe the green room which we mentioned I in, our think, last in our last episode yeah. which again is relatively new part of a hotel again you go downstairs to a basement space and the live music as we talked about on the last episode it's just fun puts a smile on your face and again just you you, you can have your own party there whether you there's a couple of you also worth bearing in mind which uh, i think is really great is they've got those kind of booths which i think see i don't know maybe be 10 people something Mm. like that so it'd be great to take a little group there for a little party so uh, that is fine the cocktail's good lots of nibble type food and really great music so Mm -hmm. we definitely recommend the green room so where else so sexy fish sexy fish it does what it says on the tin sexy fish (laughs) sexy fish it's the same place right it definitely is the same place great cocktails always a good vibe you know it's it's glamour it's sexy um it's just a really good party place i would say but on the uber scale you know it's just that sort of thing but you know we we couldn't have put this list together without mentioning it it's kind of a bar meets a restaurant meets a good timey clubby feel although it's not a club yeah or it feels like a club though it's really good that's and the music is loud and pumping so enjoy loud and pumping right moving over to another part of london we've got fam yeah which is another favorite of us fam yeah it's nice it's small it's intimate it's not seating i would say you're just there it it feels like a party as soon as you walk in well that's part of the vibe of the name isn't it it's always about sort of you feel like you're part of a 
family, a part of a house and party. And that's what the name is all yeah. about. It's and I great. love that the, they've got this real emphasis on vinyl there, which again makes it feel like a house mm. party. There's lots of LPs. Anyone remembers LPs? Yeah, and you can choose. And what you can gets say, played. like, we were in there. It's like, oh, like, oh my God, they got Lad Insane, David Bowie. It's like, can you put that on? And they yeah. just will grab it and start playing it. It's yeah. fantastic. So that's really good fun. And where else? A Baiho. Yes, that's uh, another, not recent edition, but it is from, from this year. That's downstairs from a wonderful restaurant called Sucre. We did review this earlier on in one of our episodes, but it works very well for Christmas time. It's really nice and dark. They have live music there. Great food, wonderful drinks that light up as you're, yeah. <laughs> as you're, as you're watching them being made. Yeah, it's a great spot. So definitely one yeah, of our. And, and again, it's got that tips. feel. That's sort of slightly larger. The design of it has a kind of slightly house party ish yes. feel. The sort of the yeah, start of the, it doesn't the feel like a, a venue as such. It feels yeah. like a home. You yeah, know, even so. the way the bar is designed, so it's not a formal bar. Yeah. And you, you sit all around it. So yeah, that's great. And again, it's one of those ones you disappear down the stairs into the basement so you can just forget about if it's raining and cold outside you're you're suddenly hunkering down for a little bit of a, a party yeah. time we love that one tick tick and <laughs> uh oreo and nightjar well we put those together because they're sort of family to yes. each other yeah, and they're about live music. Um, Oriel, definitely about dressing up. Oh, it's so lovely. It's a great space. We haven't been there for quite a long time, and it just reminds me, while we're talking about it, so why haven't we been there yes. for a long time? Shame it's on great. us. great. Yeah. Great cocktails, beautiful music. Very glamorous. Such a great decor. It's in the same vein as Nightjar. Nightjar's smaller. Yeah, Oriel is much, much bigger. Yeah, yeah. much yeah. more intimate Nightjar. Again, same kind of style of cocktails, very imaginative, very expressive and very different. You know, yeah. you're you're going to get the same kind of feel from both bars, but just a little bit yeah. different. And so I think we because, recommend them. Yeah, both. because when they started, you know, cocktails and, and live music for them really did go hand in hand. So what, it wasn't like an afterthought. They really are equally important. And both those bars definitely worth a visit during the Christmas period. And lastly, I've I made a note of this. Now I I haven't been there, but you have, which is uh, Lucky Kane. Yeah, yeah, that's great. That's, I don't know um, why did you go somewhere without me? How rude! <laughs> it has to be done sometimes. <laughs> this is in North London, which is nice actually, because there's not. I mean, there's probably lots of things that happen in North London, but this is a great bar and just nighttime space full of energy full of color full of vigor it's i would say a tiki bar on steroids almost but it's a really good spot and the crowds there are just out to have a good time really good we love it well i love it i just think that um the energy is infectious so definitely worth going down to getting your little hula hula vibe going and <laughs> Rum cocktails. Yeah. Perfect. So, that, that's great. And, and sort of just lastly, rounding up, we, we've talked about London bars, you know, for obvious reasons, we haven't tried. We've missed as... one out, actually. Oh, Sorry to that? say that. It's um, Common Decency, oh, yeah. which has yeah. just opened at um, Nomad. Again, we've done yes. a review of the, the Nomad Hotel in London 
in previous episodes, but this is their nighttime space. So they've got a nice little um, nightclub. We did have a little tour of it before it had before opened, it opened, but yeah. we haven't seen it in its new guise. But we know that from the layout of it, that it's just going to be sexy and smouldering uh, and uh, beautiful. And uh, judging by the, the quality of the cocktails in the, the two bars there at Nomad London, we have tried... We are 100% certain they're going yeah. to be brilliant It cocktails. will be good. So we'll definitely try and squeeze a little visit in before Christmas. Yes. So that's, sorry, before we get to overseas. That yeah. I just wanted to add that Thank one more. Thank you for, for reminding London. me. That was remiss of me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, as we say, we're, we're focused mainly on London because for obvious reasons, like most people, we haven't travelled much in the last couple of years. So these are our favourite, some of our favourite London places. But we should just pick out, I think, a few places overseas that we've been lucky enough to go to in previous years mm-hmm. that we know are the party centrals yeah. for these for these cities so barcelona we were luckily lucky we, schmuck we lucky love schmuck. that space yeah. yeah i mean the again if you refer to our previous episodes particularly the our last episode which yes. was all about parties we interviewed mo aljaf talking about two schmucks but lucky schmuck is the latest addition to the two schmucks family and we were lucky enough to yes. visit a couple of weeks ago and it is the perfect party place it's kind of well as they say five star dive bar yeah. great cocktails beautiful space and a karaoke room. Come oh, on. A, a karaoke room, you say? <laughs> <laughs> there was some uh, some great karaoke singing from uh, one Mr. Sharpen, but we'll keep yeah. we'll keep that back. We'll keep That's... that back. That's one for the long <laughs> chats by the fireside. Uh, and, and, and also, you know, the, the cocktail's great. And the food, you know, is that guilty pleasure food. Yeah, they it? know what they're doing. So, yeah, absolutely guaranteed a good time if you're lucky enough to be in Barcelona head to Lucky Schmuck. Yeah, and Athens? Athens, uh, uh, one of our favourite, favourite, favourite places, The Clumsies. It's been going, what, now five years, I mm-hmm. think? And it's, it, it, what was the number it was at on uh, number four. 50 Best Yeah, bars. we haven't mentioned yeah. those numbers. So number four, actually, two schmucks were 11. Yeah. And now we've got our great friends at The Clumsies at number four. Yeah. Absolutely so well-deserved for both bars. The Clumsies, you can never go there without smiling. It no. is perfect. It's, we love it. Is. It is. It. And it's kind of got this, the, 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 the main bar on the ground floor is like high energy. It's always fun there. The, and it always looks like the team are having the best time and that's infectious. The drinks are great. They put a smile on your face. It's impossible to not go there and not have a brilliant time. So again, if you happen to be in Athens, over Christmas or indeed any time, head to the Clumsies. So summing up, employees only in New York. Yes, always great. You you can't leave there without having a good time. They, as you said before, they wrote the rule books on good times, didn't they? I, it's, it's wonderful. Yeah. What they don't know about making cocktails really quick, fast, energetic, engaging the customer, making sure that everyone's having the best time and chicken soup at the end of the night. 
Thicken soup, did you say? Chicken. Chicken soup. soup. Right. <laughs> I thought you said thicken soup. <laughs> Sorry, also, I wanted to add two more around the world. So we've got Trick Dog in San Francisco. Again, good times, party central, wonderful innovation, great space. And the odd couple in Shanghai. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I went there a couple of years ago and it was such yeah, good I, fun. I've been there. there too. And it's, it's amazing. Yeah. We've both been on separate occasions we did, to, yeah. in Shanghai, but it's beautiful bar. Great space, really bringing all the good times. So, so that's uh, a little summary. I know there are loads of other places we could have mentioned, and apologies for that. But that's just a handful of our favourite places, and uh, we recommend, if you're lucky enough to be in any of those cities, check some of them out. Marvellous. Even if you're teetotal, you can't fail to be ever so slightly intoxicated by the myriad bottles on offer at Soho Institution Jerry's. Opened in 1985, this temple to tipples stocks all the drinks brands you've heard of and plenty more besides. Get this, it was the first supplier to introduce Britain to absinthe from the Czech Republic, cachaça from Brazil and pisco from Peru. And the team continues to innovate when it comes to all things drinks. But the reason why people make it their business to visit from around the world is more than the bottles on the shelves. It's the unrivaled knowledge and service. That's largely down to manager Alan Daly, who's worked there for the past 36 or so years. What he doesn't know about drinks, quite frankly, isn't worth knowing. So when we decided that we wanted to give our listeners some suggestions for stocking their Christmas cocktail cabinets, we couldn't think of anyone better to ask for their expert tips. Not only can he advise on the best bottles for your budget, he can guide you to exactly what will suit your palate as he and the team taste each of the thousands of products in store, which is why Jerry's Wines and Spirits is our go-to all year round and particularly why it comes into its own at Christmas. Alan, welcome to the Cocktail Lovers podcast. Hi guys, hi Sandra, hi Gary. It's lovely to have you on board. We've been wanting to have you on the podcast for such a long time and Christmas is our favourite time of year so we call on our favourite people. So thanks for taking time to talk to us. We know that Jerry's is really, really busy at this time of year. So what would you say, what's selling most at this time of year for you guys? Do you know what? we? It's Christmas for us is a, is a time of classics. Most of the year we do sort of, we, we like to do the innovation and everything, bring, bring in new products, new bitters, new, new bits and pieces. Christmas time is a, a time of classics. So at Christmas time, I, I spend the... the the month or the two months before Christmas, making sure I've got restocked on my sort of uh, sweet dessert wines, your ports, I'm trying to get sort of festive drinks, which are not quite normal. So whereas you go to the supermarket and you buy a bottle of Bailey's for £7.50, I'd like to sell you a bottle of Maestro de Cafe from Italy, which is a similar style drink, a little bit more expensive, admittedly. But I, I, when you come in and you say, oh, you'd like a bottle of Bailey's because your grandmother's coming round or your aunt, Aunt Ethel or whoever's coming around, I'd like to introduce, say, well, you know, this year, maybe try Aunt Ethel with a bottle of Maestro de Cafe, which is more chocolatey, more coffee, and, and just more delicious. You know, it's a little bit more expensive, but, you know, if you want a bottle of Bailey's, 
get yourself down to Tesco's with your club card, you know, and get it for £7.50, which I had a big rant about on my social media a little while ago, but we won't go into that. <laughs> Do you see different customers coming in at, at Christmas or is it your regulars as well? Do you know, it, it, it's a bit of both. We, we get all the regulars. Obviously, the times are in, it's slightly different, but it's there's something really comforting to have people that you see, you might only see once a year come for Christmas and they come to buy their special things for Christmas. It's a treat for us and it's also a treat for them. They come in, they say, oh, you know, we haven't seen you for a year or, you know, we haven't seen you for a couple of years at the moment. So you get that, then you get your reg- regular customers as well. Yeah, it's, I mean, because Jerry's is all about the atmosphere. Mm. Pe- pe- people yeah. come in and want, want to be treated. If you guys are standing there, I'll, I'll, obviously I'll, I'll greet you, but you're going to have to, if I got customers coming, you're going to have to wait and stand to the side before we have our, our usual chat. You know, so if, if someone's there actually wanting to come and buy something, you know, you guys will have to wait this side. Well, maybe we're coming in to buy something as well, Alan. <laughs> well, you, 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 you do as well. You do as well. But, uh, you know, it's uh, the, the whole the whole thing about Jerry's is, is come in and have the, the whole experience. At the moment, we're selling lots of... I managed to find some iced wine cider, which is a, a, a favourite of mine. We haven't had that for a couple of years because it, it, the supply has been a bit difficult the last couple of years managed to find some of that and i think last time we had it in the shop we were selling it for over 20 pounds a bottle we're selling it at the moment for 14.95 it's delicious my my little group of stuff i have at the moment i've got myself plenty of champagne i've got myself some lovely port i've got myself some ice wine and that's my my christmas along with my cocktails obviously yeah (laughs) Actually, just on that, you know, when you say about things like that, that that new product, when you come across something or something's introduced to you, what sort of hat do you put on to think, is this going to be right for our customers? The, the thing is, when, when stuff comes, you've got to be open-minded all the time because who knows what the next biggest thing is going to be, whether it's going to be non-alcoholic drinks, whether it's going to be a weird fruit liqueur from Italy or something. The main things I look for is... Obviously, the first thing you see is the design, the design of the bottle. You know, something's got to, to get you because you need the whole package. Then you've got to taste it. Then you've got to go to price. If you, if you bring a product to me, the packaging's nice, the liquid's nice. And then you say, but you know, you're going to have to sell that for 45 quid a bottle. If I don't think it's worth 45 quid a bottle, if I, if I can't wholly get, get behind that as you come in as customers and in all honesty, send you, sell you this bottle for forty-five pounds. If I'm if I'm not feeling it, I won't buy it. No, no, it's got to be some. It, it, it's got to make sense. It's the whole package, you know. Yeah. That that that's for me. The, the problem with us at the moment, lots of the new stuff we've been offered, we've been offered. Lot, uh, rum seems to be the new thing. We've been offered probably as much rum at the moment as we are gin. All the rums we've been offered are very young. I mean, very very young. They're sourced from in Holland or wherever they're actually sourced. They're brought to the UK. They're mucked about with their spices are added, blah, blah, blah. And then they're wanting to sell these products for over £40. When you compare that to a product that's been produced in uh, Central America or the West Indies, which will have sort of five, six, seven, eight years of ageing, and they're trying to sell a product which has got no ageing mm. for the same price, it's it's all, all a bit weird. So, what what we like to think is we're quality control for you because we we won't take we won't just take any any old rubbish when i'm tasting it i like to get all my guys to taste everything as well yes yeah, so all of you know what you're talking about as well i mean at the end of the day i'll have the final say 
and, and one of them will say, oh, I don't like this. That's fine if they don't like it. It doesn't matter if you personally like a product. If you can see where that product's going, if, if you can see a, a, a purpose for that product. And also you can recommend it. You know what you're talking about to your guests as well, don't you, to your customers? Exactly, exactly. Because, um, I mean, you could, you could have a stage where, I mean, when we're fully stopped, we have probably best part of 200 gyms. I could have a thousand gyms in the shop, but I'm not going to know all of those thousand gyms. The, the 200 or so gyms we have, we know maybe not everything about every bottle, but we know enough about each bottle to recommend it to a customer. Mm. And that, and that, and that's, yeah. And that's, that's so important these days. Cause like gin is a fantastic example because I guess when you were selling gin, you know, pretty much when you first started, there was a lot less out there wasn't there it, it was all always a funny thing because when when i started off working the drinks trade a long long time ago i didn't know anyone who drank gin the only people who drank gin were margo and stuff on the telly <laughs> you know yeah, on the, yeah. the the good life and you know all, all that sort of but we always sold loads of gin and i couldn't understand it because i didn't know anyone who, who drank gin but we were selling lots of it and back in the day we we had probably four or five times more gins than anybody else had and then over the years, I mean, we went through the, the rum thing, we went through the tequila thing, went through the vodka thing, you know, every everything has its day. And then the, the gin thing just absolutely exploded. And now, now you have everything. Now you have Marks and Spencer's, one of the biggest things they sell is a, a snow globe of gin, you know. Everyone's I, mad. I, I, must, I, must, I must say I was selling snow globes. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a purist by any, by any stretch of the imagination. So what's exciting you at the moment, out of the many brands that you have in, particularly with the new new spirits, what's exciting you? I think, I think the exciting category at the moment is vermouths. Mm. There's so, there's oh, that's so, interesting. So, so many vermouths. We've got one at the moment called Azaline, which a friend of ours who created a cachaça, he made a really good cachaça, and then he he's tried to diversify by doing different flavours and different styles of cachaça. Been very very difficult for him. He's worked really really hard over the years. All of his products are really good, but no matter what you do with cachaça, cachaça the the market share of cachaça in the spirits trade is so so small. You're never you're never going to become a Bill Gates selling cachaça. Over the last few years, he 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 had this idea to make a vermouth, and through every straight stage of his development of this vermouth. He's come in, we've tasted it, we've discussed it, and you know, we've discussed pricing and where it would sit in the market. That, so we, we've, we've done the consultancy work without getting paid for it, to be quite honest with you. I mean, pe- people take liberties with me like that quite, quite often. Well, they know but that he, you know. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's made this remove. It's made with tarragon. I, it, a thing that I never, I always knew that when you had a remove, it had to have wormwood in it. And I thought that was, that was your, your main thing. You had to have wormwood. Everything else you could sort of play about with. Then I was educated because every day is a school day. Uh, you don't have to have wormwood. You have some, have to have something from the, um, Artemisium family. So basically he's made this vermouth with tarragon and a bit of saffron. It's a game changer and there's lots of innovation. There's Jake making his Londino, uh, vermouths, which are That's really, Jake really Berger. good. Stop. Mm. No, no, not Jake Berger. Jake Coventry. Young, young bartender, really, really good bartender, started making an Amaro and a, an aperitif. And he was making that, he was making them in his flat in, uh, Fulham. Really, really good products. And then once he'd sort of 
got a little bit of traction on that. Now he started making his vermouths. Vermouths are really good. Wow. Vermouths are everywhere. Everyone's doing it. And it's not just your classics from Italy and, and France. There's lots of really good innovation happening in England as well. So that, that, that's, that's a big thing, big thing at the moment. In the lockdown, basically, on the website, when, when we were selling on the website, because no one was coming to the shop because the West End was a go-to, basically all we were selling were the moves, Campari. That's so uh, interesting, and, and you, isn't it? The, the English palette, because for years, for years and years, we've been selling lots of Aperol, lots of Campari, lots of Chino, all these slightly more bitter yes. drinks. And we used to sell them mostly to Italians, but the, the British palate has moved so far from sweet and sticky to more sort of interesting, bitter aperitifs. Well, we've that. really got so, into I mean, our Negronis now, haven't we? So ma- mm. massive, massive shift. I mean, you think 10 years ago, who was drinking Negronis? Absolutely. You know, it, it was only yeah. the cool guys with skinny jeans and skinny bikes. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, 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 that's what it was. Now it's, now it's, uh, every, Everyone's got tattoos. Everyone's drinking the grown. Yeah, there that, you that, go. That's how the world, world has changed. <laughs> actually, can we ask you a little bit more about that, actually? Because um, it is very interesting, again, in the amount of time you've been doing what you're doing, how much that your customers, have they changed in terms of knowledge and, and also being open to trying different things? Have they really evolved in your time? Oh, 100%. Um, as, as I say, I mean, We've always been innovative with getting uh, liqueurs and stuff. Before, it was more sort of sweet and sticky liqueurs that people were getting into. You, you were bringing tiramisu liqueurs and sort of all, all sort of stuff like that. Uh, but now it's the, the taste profile has changed so, so, so much. I mean, it, my cat's starting going off. Shush, Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> but with the customers, that must make it exciting for you as well and for the products that you bring in because it's much more diversified, hasn't it, now, our taste palettes? Oh, it is. You, you've, you've, got to be, you've got to be so much on your game now because where, whereas before we had it all our own way because we knew everything, you knew nothing because now, because there's so much on the internet, I can go onto my uh, Instagram or whatever to... And I can go through and I can see so many new drinks and there's so much more information out there now, you know. But the thing we have that the the casual person doesn't have is they're dipping in and out of it. For us, it's more like a lifestyle. You know, I mean, when when we're busy, when we don't have uh, things like the pandemic going on now, I mean, I, I could be in a stage where I would taste 15 different drinks a day. You know, I mean, you know what it's like in the shop. If you come in the shop, you could be in there and you could have one customer and you could have seven or eight people from the trade. Yes, yeah. People just come yeah. and, and mill about and, you know, and, and with that, uh, I'm all, always quite happy because people will come to us and they'll, I mean, I don't want to sound big-headed, but people will say, you know, their strategy is to get it listed with us, you know, because if we stock it, that gives it a little bit of cash. Well, it's got the I, seal I of that, approval I, then, hasn't it? I know that sounds really no, big-headed. No, 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 it's telling I, it like it is. I never like to do that, but... but yeah, yeah, that's that's the way it is. So, but but it's like you said earlier, it's that quality control thing, and that's why we trust you. You know exactly. It is, and and we don't get it right all the time. I mean, there's a, sometimes we'll get it wrong. You know, because uh, um, the the beauty of uh, it's probably the same with food and drink is when you taste. If you if you came to the to the shop today and gave me something to taste, I could taste. I might not enjoy it, but then if you came on Wednesday. And I would taste it again. Mm. I might really like it. It's 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 so subjective, and it's 
depends uh, on your mood. Yes. Quite often people will come, come to me and they'll offer me a product. And if I'm having a particularly stressful day, which, you know, happens more often than not these <laughs> days, if I'm having a stressful day, I won't taste your product. I'll very politely say to you, I like the look of it. I like the price. I won't taste it now. Come, come back. back next week. Come back in a couple of weeks' time and I'll taste it when I'm in a better frame well, of mind. that's perfect, if, yeah. That's honest yeah, as well. We always do that. I'm completely honest. If if you come to the shop and we taste something, if we don't like it, we'll tell you we mm. don't like it. You know. Brilliant. And that's what customers can expect. So now we've got our festive hats on and we're looking to you to help guide our listeners as to what they should be stocking their cupboards with this Christmas. What's hot, in your opinion? And what you think, as you said, you know, it's a lot of classics, but what would you recommend for somebody who's like... I don't know where to start. Well, how do you guide them? Do you know what? I, I, I mean, at the moment, as, as you say, everybody's drinking Negronis. Negroni is the easiest drink mm. in the world to make. It's so easy. A third, a third, a third. But within that third, a third, a third, you can mix it up so much. You can have uh, a Negroni. You can have a Negroski. I hate the name Negroski. I think it really, <laughs> really, someone needs to come up with a better name. That's basically a Negroni, but instead of with gin, with vodka. And the beauty of that is the vodka doesn't interfere with the flavours of your your vermouth mm. or your your uh, your Campari or whatever you happen to be using. That's really easy to do. If you want something a little bit festive and um, you're around, a very easy trick that I, I sometimes do is I put a, a bar of dark chocolate in the freezer, okay, and then I get my little nutmeg grater, mm. and then when I'm when I'm pouring out uh, some nice rum for somebody. And maybe someone in, in my circles, not a massive rum fan. I'll get the, the dark, ch- frozen dark chocolate and just grate a little bit of chocolate over I it. I love that tip. And what I had, my, my daughter's boyfriend was around and he likes eating Snickers bars from the freezer. <laughs> I've got a Snickers bar in the freezer. And later on this afternoon, I'm going to try my <laughs> glass of rum with a frozen Snickers. Well, we want to hear how that's right. Do, do, yeah, do you know what? I, I, first. I just really, I really like the idea. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? That's going to bring some really yeah. interesting flavours to the to the yeah, party. But, yeah, I mean, when, when you're at home, I mean, it's 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 all about all about enjoying making your drinks. So you you need to have good quality spirits in the first place because if if your foundations aren't good, you won't you won't get a good drink. So good, good quality spirit, good rum, good vodka, good gin. Um, I mean, there you are. Fantastic ice. Ice is the most important thing in any drink. You know, people discard it quite often. As I was talking to you earlier, when you go to the supermarket, you see uh, one bag of ice for 99p, which is massive, which is a two kilo bag. And then the shelf above it, there's a small bag, which is half the size, which is double the price. Please do me a favor, buy the cheaper ice because it's better. It does. It, the dilution is so much better. When you're making a drink, fill the glass with ice. Don't just put enough to, and you're going to coat it. Put more ice than you need. If you watch any bartender, bartenders throw ice all over the place. They'll put ice in their mixing glass. It's falling out of the top. The whole thing is you put as much ice in as possible. Believe it or not, more ice, less dilution because everything is colder. So, I mean, that, that would be my tips. If you're going to, if you're going to make cocktails, always have a bottle of champagne on the side. And always top it up with champagne, whatever it is, because Christmas is all about uh, excess and everything. So champagne, champagne, <laughs> all the all the way. Brilliant. 
So, so it's pick, picking up on what we're saying as well. So, when we come in, you know that that that's a good tip. So, have some good champagne just to top up your regular cocktails with. That's yeah, what you're saying. Champagne yep. and everything. <laughs> All right. Okay. <laughs> We're coming to yours for parties. Okay. Um, and which bottle would you most like Santa to bring you for Christmas? Oh, uh, you, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of rum. You know? So something interesting, something with a bit of age, but not too much age, because I, 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 I never like my rums too old. Something interesting that I've never seen before. I'd like someone to bring me something that I've never wow, seen before. Wow, that's going to take delicious. something. <laughs> De- delicious and lush. Yeah. Just like you, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. We've gone through what's going to be on your drinks trolley, and also you said lots of vermouths. Would you recommend people adding some vermouths to their, their repertoire? 100%. And, and the only slight drawback with vermouth is uh, mo- most of them, not all of them, but most of them, because it, it's really... I mean, it's really a fortified wine. They don't keep like yep. a bottle of gin. You know, uh, you, you don't go out and buy 15 bottles of a mm. Buy one bottle of a at a time. If you can buy a smaller bottle, so a half bottle of a buy a half bottle of a You know, and when, once you've opened, before you've opened it, you can keep it for pretty much as long as you want. But once you've opened it, keep it in the yeah. fridge. Taste it before you use it, you know, because uh, they, they don't last forever. I mean, uh, how long would you say a vermouth would last? I mean, I'm, I'm, I've, I've had some that have gone off within sort of weeks and then I've had some that have, I've had for four or five months and they're actually still, still mm. drinkable. So with, with, with vermouths, always just give it a little taste before you stick it into your cocktail. Nothing worse than making a delicious cocktail and then putting a vermouth that's yeah, slightly oxidised and it's going to ruin, yeah. ruin your cocktail. One last thing as well, just some tips on non-alcoholic drinks. Any that you'd recommend for our teetotal listeners? There's a new one called Pentire, which, I mean, I've, I've never been the biggest fan of non-alcoholic drinks. Uh, the best time I've had a non-alcoholic drink was in the Connaught when they actually added it to a, another cocktail. <laughs> they used, used it as a flavour yeah. profile. But the Pentire, we've been we've done a couple of taste, in-store tastings of that recently. And we had Victoria, who was, who was doing the tasting, heavily pregnant at the time. So we had to give her a seat so she could sit down. That actually was really good, fresh and vibrant. The, the, the thing with non-alcoholic drinks is don't make the mistake of opening it and tasting it on its own. Mm. That's not the way to, that, that's not what their purpose. Their purpose is to be mixed, uh, mixed with soda, with tonic, lots of garnish. Um, because people have worked so hard with the flavors of non-alcoholic cocktails, uh, sorry, non-alcoholic uh, spirits, shall we say, because they've worked so hard with the flavours, generally the flavour profiles are actually quite good. So if you take your non-alcoholic spirits and use them as a flavour enhancer with spirits, they're actually really, really good. I think that's where <laughs> I think that's where the future for them lies. To be quite honest, because there, there was there was a massive um, there was a massive influx of non-alcoholic drinks. Mm. Lots of them have fallen by the waysides. It's difficult because you, you've got alcohol or you've got sugar, which are gonna, which are gonna hold your flavors. Basically, no alcohol, so you need more sugar. But people want less sugar. Yes, yeah. So there's yeah, a real, tricky. there's a real balancing act between getting flavors, getting your sugar content right. It, it's, it's. I, I take my hats off to some of these non-alcoholic, alcoholic guys because it's a really, really 
difficult, as you say, balance and trick to get right. In a way, picking up on that a little bit, you know, we've, you mentioned about the, the gin explosion, rum being a big thing and the different things, that have, you know, waves uh, over the last few years. What What's your prediction for the coming year? What's what's going to be look into your big crystal or, or interesting? Do you know? I've, I've been thinking about. I, I, I can't. I can't fathom it at the moment. To be quite honest with you, it's a really, really difficult one. I think the gin sort of plateaued. I think vermouth is for the people who are really into their drinks. I think vermouth is is going to be the the, the innovation this year. You know, because I think rum, it, rum. I'm just. I'm. I'm. I'm Apart from sort of your normal classic rums and your your proper full strength rums and car strength and that, I love the category. I think the the new sort of innovations that are happening, I'm not massively behind because I think lots of them are just missing out. You know, it's they're close, but they're missing out on the essence of rum. Hmm. You know, I, I, I think I think that's the problem at the moment. Vodka's going to be massive, right? Okay, vodka's coming back with uh, these. Massive innovation in vodka now. I know that sounds like an oxymoron because everybody thinks vodka is just a neutral spirit. Not at all. There's, there's clever ways there's, that you can work with it. Yeah, but massive, massive innovations. I, I, there's lots of investment going into vodka now because I, I, I think, yeah, yeah, I think, I think probably vodka and vermouths, I think, are going to be the two the next. V's. V for victory. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I mean, my friend Pluret, the the guy who does comic, he's just launched in the states after two years. He he was literally supposed to launch about a month okay. after we went into the first lockdown, uh-huh. and his his first vodka's just landed in uh, the states uh, this week. Oh, fantastic! So I mean, yeah, you know, and and he's he's a very strange one because when he, he's going there, he's he's not going competing with price. So every everything in in the vodka world in the states at the moment is about price. Right. He's going in at a higher level than everybody. Ah, that's what they did at Kettle One, and it really worked for them. So yeah. let's um, hold out for. So that's Connick's Tale Vodka, everybody. So. I'm hoping. I'm hoping that that's gonna. That that's his strategy. Mm. So you know, we're, we're hoping that there's loads of English vodkas. English vodkas is a massive thing at the moment. You got uh, you got the Broken Clock guys, which are using Winford apples. So you have. It's not a flavoured vodka, but it has a slight hint of apple in it. Uh, the, there's the Ramsbury guys. They're oh, doing yes. really well. You've got the AU vodka, which is, I mean, it, it's not something that we personally sell, but, I mean, it seems to have brought vodka to the masses. I mean, if you go into uh, if you go into a petrol station at the moment, you've got every single flavour of AU vodka. We took that on years ago when the two, uh, I think it's two Welsh guys started selling the vodka. They came in. I liked it because it was in a gold bottle. It was very quitch. <laughs> I, 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 I like stuff like mm. that, you know. And we were selling it. worked for us for a little while. And then we sort of went off that one a little bit. And now that's exploded everywhere. They, got, um, they must have about seven or eight different flavours. And as I say, they're available in every corner shop. So when you go to do your lottery or put, pick up a pint of milk or a, a loaf of bread, you've got AU a vodka there. So they're sort of, I mean, even though it's sort of, dare I say, slightly lower level, 
they're actually really expanding the vodka the vodka um, category. And it works for yeah. everybody then. But we don't want people going to petrol stations. We want them coming to Jerry's. And course, I'm sure they will be all over Christmas and well into the new year. And when you do go, people, do look out for Alan and ask him for his expert advice because he never fails. Or at least he's never failed us yet. So thank you no. so much, Alan, <laughs> for your time. Cheers, guys. Thank you very much. Have a, have a lovely Christmas. And to you too. We'll be back on the 30th of December with some treats for seeing in your new year. But in the meantime, please drink responsibly and have a wonderful Christmas. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Cocktail Lovers podcast. We really hope you enjoyed it. If you did, please tell your friends and make sure you never miss another episode by simply subscribing wherever you get your podcasts. For more details on the people, places and products mentioned today, head over to our website, thecocktaillovers.com.